0: You're listening to On Stadium Boulevard with Lexi, presented by Blue by 90.
1: Hi, guys, and welcome to episode 21 of On Stadium Boulevard. I'm your host, Lexi, and my co-host, Josh, and Jordan are with me today. We got Jordan back after he was out last week. We missed you, but, uh, you know, it's it's a busy week, busy month, you know, Christmas, yep. oh, Christmas yeah. holidays, extra work, picking up, but uh, we are finally in TCU week, boys. Like we are here. I can't believe it's already like already here, I'm freaking out a little bit. I'm not going to lie. How are you guys feeling?
0: I just need this week to get over. I hope um everyone had a great Christmas. I certainly did. It was a lot of fun. And um, now that Christmas is over, it's just kind of time to look forward to TCU. So I just I, I honestly cannot wait.
2: Yeah, it's, it seems like we've been waiting for a long time. I can't believe it's already like four days away. Uh, I don't know. I'm just really excited. It's fun to watch them in the playoff. It makes New Year's Eve a lot more fun too.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I'm just kind of sitting in work right now, and that's all I can think about. Just.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm so cool. happy we got the early slot too, because I just really couldn't imagine, you know, watching a night game till like almost the ball. <laughs> yeah. It's just super so,
0: But too. It, I mean, hey, if we win, I know my eyes are going to be glued to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bowl, so. Yep. Or So, yeah, peach bowl. Oh, I should say, God. not the orange bowl.
1: <laughs> um yeah but it's just it's one of the biggest games in in Michigan's program history you know I know we we've been talking about this and the build up and you know hitting mm-hmm. that 11 and 0 going into Columbus, hitting the 12 and 0 after beating Ohio State, 13 and 0, you know, winning the Big 10 championship. So, it's just been nothing but smiles and happiness oh, and I just, yeah. I'm ready to just continue this and a roll right to the national championship and I I really think that that, that it's going to be a good chance for this and I really like our odds.
0: And I think with last year, you know, you we were more just happy to be there and I'm not yeah. saying last year wasn't a huge game. It was. But I think this year we know it's such a winnable game. And that's why I think it's so much bigger. And, you know, this year year we've called Ohio State the biggest game, one of the biggest games in program history, you know, Purdue Big Ten title on the line, 13 wins for the first time, and now we've got a chance to win 14 games for the first time ever and playing a national championship game for the first time since that has started. So just the amount that's on the line, the fact that it's so winnable and we know our boys can do this just makes. It feels so big.
2: Yeah, it's really exciting. And um I saw something that said, like, on average, the first round of the college football playoff so far since it started, the, the, like, m- margin, like, the scoring margin in the first round has been, like, by 21 points on average. And I don't know, it makes me kind of excited that Michigan's favored by, what is it, like, eight and a half right now?
0: Seven and a half right now. Seven and a half. Yeah. Trend, yeah.
2: So I don't know. I'm not trying to say we're going to blow them out, but I think there's a, I think Michigan has a really good shot to do this, and, like, 14 wins is just something we've never seen. And nope. it's so exciting It just to think that we could play in the national championship game. I mean, that's something you can just – you only dream about. <laughs> yeah. It just makes me
0: smile and gives me butterflies to think about. Like, holy crap, this is a new era. And, you know, ever since the – I think it was the first year – the year after Michigan won their last 90 was when the national championship games started. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's kind of coming full circle here.
1: Yeah. And I mean, Michigan's just controlled their own destiny, you know, the whole entire season. And it's always just been, um, you know, different narratives to slow them down or, or, you know, to not give them credit, but like, just the fact of the matter is, and we've talked about this before is great teams find a way to win games. Mm -hmm. And Michigan is a great team. And I just, I, I can't sit here and say, yes, obviously I have nerves, but they know what they're doing. This chemistry is just out of this world at this point. So it's just, it's so like exciting, but just thinking, okay, I'm trying to like sit here and pinpoint, well, you know, w- what, what do we need to do? What does Michigan need to do to beat TCU? And, and what, what is your guys' um, approach on it? What do you think that Michigan needs to do to really contain and make sure that we come out with SW?
0: Yeah, I mean, you look at TCU and you look. It's used to start off looking at their defensive stats, and you know they're not, you know, off the charts. But ours weren't really last year either. And TCU is a lot. I think I said this on a previous episode. TCU is a lot like us last year, where they just have found a way to win these tight games, and you know that's a little scary. But I think Michigan will approach it like they have all season. I, it's gonna be, it's gonna be just try to run that football and play close in that first half and then adjust. I mean, it's what we've seen all story all season. It's been the same story every game except for pretty much the Illinois game. So I think, yeah, Michigan's just going to go out there and um, try to just get Donovan Edwards going and see where that takes us.
2: Yeah, I think they're going to need to jump out in the first half. Michigan, I just don't think they can afford to have one of those slow first halves in this game because now you're playing like the best of the best. And right the TCU's offense, if you let them jump out to a big lead, like with how explosive they are, you're going to be in big trouble. I think, I don't think Michigan's going to have to worry about it though. I think they can do it. Um, Like Josh said, you just have to contain like the explosive right. plays and make sure you're not getting gashed on some of those deep throws like they always yeah, do.
0: But That's what I was going to mention. I think a mm-hmm. key factor to that game is limiting the TCU's explosive offense Um. You know, we got into a track meet within Ohio, with Ohio State for a little bit there, but in the second half, we did slow it down back for our pace, and I think Michigan should just try to do that from the get-go and, mm-hmm. yeah, just try and not and limit these explosive plays from TCU and don't really let them get in a rhythm. I mean, Duggan and Quentin Johnson are a very, very, very good wide receiver quarterback duo, so I think it just kind of starts with stopping those two.
1: Yeah. I agree. I mean, it's the explosive plays and really it's just taking care of the ball when you have it, no turnovers, you know, no, no stupid penalties. You just need to play clean football at this point. And I mean, like I said, we've watched them do it. Illinois was a little, little bit of an icky game. We came out, you know, came out alive in that one, but um, it's just going to be like at this point, take care of the ball. It's, it's your destiny. You've got this. Like you know, you got this, boys. We love you. We're so excited. <laughs> um, you know, but it's – it's. I agree with you guys for sure.
0: Yeah, and TCU is just not a team to be taken, likely. And I actually – I think – I mean, I'm not going to say my prediction yet. I don't know if we'll be doing those, but I don't – I think they're going to honestly cover the spread. I think it's going to be close all game. We've seen it all year from TCU, I think. And they did lose a game to Kansas State in the Big Ten title, but I think of when they were down 28-10. to 10, in the regular season against K-State, and they came back and won that game. So when you're dealing with a team like that, you know, you just – even when you if you have a comfortable lead, don't take them lightly because they, they got that comeback in them.
2: Yeah, Max Duggan is a gamer. Like, he has so much heart, he'll never give up. Mm-hmm. So you just have to keep your foot on the gas the whole time. You can't go conservative if you build a lead on them or anything. Like, this is the playoff. you got to go all in for this one. Then they're going to put up a fight for sure going to be a tough game
0: tcu is yeah. not just happy to be here they're here to prove all of us wrong and prove mm-hmm. you know they they arguably got snubbed in 2014 they're trying to sh- they want to show us why you know they're a program that can continue to make the playoffs so don't yep. take this lately at all
1: yeah oh we've definitely seen their fans be coming out of the woodwork last, <laughs> and uh shout out to all them you know it, it's 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 been fun and it's a different breed of fans, you know, because we're, we're used to just Big Ten and, and stuff like that. So it's fun, you know, interacting and whatnot. But, yeah, not um, Duggan is just very good. He was a Heisman finalist. He's, you know, just come out with that chip shoulder and has a great story and has really just done what he's done and, and done it well. So he is not to be taken lightly. This offense is very good. Um, defense, that's a different story. But, you know, the Big 12, they don't really – play much of that Mm -hmm. so it's it's, (laughs) uh, it's not not surprising there but you know you you can't deny that combo that you have between the quarterback and wide receiver so hopefully we can just contain that
0: yeah absolutely and if they you know if I think the key is trying to exploit that weak defense that they can try and jump out to a two possession lead early I think that's going to be the key because I think Michigan's gonna be able to score pretty easily I mean I'm not trying to disrespect TCU's defense here but you know, you've seen clips. I think the team that TCU has played that's most comparable is Kansas State. You know, they got that elite running back, and Michigan's physicality compared to Kansas State is still on another level, and yeah. I think that they're going to use that to their advantage, and it will help them really open up a big lead early. But like I like I said, TCU is going to probably cover this game, and they're going to fight. So it's kind of staying ahead of schedule compared to TCU. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and I just hope Michigan doesn't run that zone defense like they did in the first half against Purdue, because that was getting them in a lot of trouble. I mean, I just don't want to see that against this team, this quarterback. Like that could get you in trouble. But I don't. I think they're going to handle it. I mean, what? Who do you guys think that will cover Quentin Johnson? That's what I was thinking about today. do you think yeah, Will Johnson sure. would call Johnson
1: him? Johnson, Johnson. Is that gonna be
2: <laughs> Yeah. I mean, they they put
0: Will on Marvin Harrison for a little bit and he did a pretty damn good job. Yeah. I think it was like mm-hmm.
1: and if, two you can, if you can if you can tweak Marvin Harrison Jr., you're pretty good.
0: I, I think and, he, you know, um, he, had those, he had those two picks in the TC game. I'm not sure how much how often he was guarding
2: Charlie Jones during that game. But mm-hmm. I think he was a lot in the second half. I think so they might he, put him yeah. on Quentin too. I think they might. Yeah. It'll be interesting I mean, to watch. True,
0: right? he's a true freshman, but he's he's played his best games in the biggest games. Yeah, this,
1: I mean, and this no, is where he, champions are made. You know, you're put out there. Who cares if you're a true freshman? Right, you get out there and prove yourself, and and you 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 speak for yourself at that point. So it's
0: so funny to think back to the first game of the season where Will Johnson got burned on the only touchdown. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Everyone and
1: was like up in arms, like Ooh, <laughs> so I'm like, dude, no, my...
0: it's his first game, and yeah, he's um, you can tell Steve Klink has just been working with the kid, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: hopefully, we get two more years of, of him. It would be awesome. Yeah. So, I, I I think I think they really do think they put Will on um, Quentin Johnson. Yeah,
2: I think so too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we've had what, almost a month, right. To prepare right. for this game. So mm-hmm. um, do you think that that's going to be good for us or good for TCU? I don't know if we really had a break like this, obviously not the <laughs> whole season. So.
2: Um, Last I mean, year. Go ahead, Jordan. Oh, I was going to say, I've been like thinking about it. Cause I feel like with Harbaugh, there's no denying that he struggled in bowl games. I mean, the only time he's won is his first year and. I don't know, that kinda of makes me a little nervous. I'm not gonna lie. I've been thinking about that. I don't know if it's because we just go cold or something or I don't know what it is, but I think this team is different though. I think they're gonna be ready. I think um mm-hmm. you heard JJ in his press conference say like they're locked in this year. It's not much of a vacation like they treated right. it like last year. Mm-hmm. So I actually think this one's gonna turn out well for them.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I think last year kinda hurt us because we were on such a high from whooping ohio state last year beating iowa 42 to (laughs) 3 and i think if we went into that georgia game another just a week later i'm not saying we were we would have won the game i'm not not at all but maybe we would have fared a little better just purely off of momentum Mm -hmm. you know georgia had a month to scheme against hutchinson and joe jabbo and it worked but i think yeah i think this year it plays more into our hands whereas as you were saying this team's a lot more locked in and i think you, they they are they're finding the time to you know scheme against Johnson and TCU and see find that weak spot in their defense and kind of just see maybe Mentor can instead of adjusting at halftime can figure it out right away based on their film. And Who knows what TCU is going to throw at us because they're watching our film too. But yeah. at least compared to last year, I definitely think this is this plays into our hand a lot better.
1: Yeah, I really keep kind of h- hounding down on the fact that. TCU is us of last year because it was the whole. This is the first time they've made it. They proved everyone wrong. Like obviously, Michigan had to just build off of what we've you know been known for in the past. But um, we've had this. We've had the taste. It's like they're hungry for it. They do not want to leave home with another loss. Where TCU. You know, and, and you you said they're not just happy to be here, but it's hard not to be when it's your first time, you know, right. it's hard not to get, mm-hmm. you know, uh, mesmerized by this whole experience and, and the media and the attention that you don't normally get. So um, it, I think that is kind of like a one up for us in the preparation um, and when we, you know, getting there because we've done this last year. So I'm hoping that they can just build off that and, you know, the hurt that they experienced in this loss last year. Um, to build off of that and and not experience it this year. So
0: for sure.
1: So Michigan's favorite, what seven and a half? You know, I would love to say that we will win this with ease, and I want to be right there with you, Jordan. <laughs> I keep going back and forth. But <laughs> yeah. I just think, like TCU is just blowing this. You know, gonna gonna really really give us their best game. Oh, easily. easily. And that seven and a half i'm like god is that like you know half point gonna be a killer because i think you know it could be really close like that so we'll see though um,
0: i definitely think tcu covers um they they're always playing in close games they know how to play yeah. in close games and whether they win or lose and low-key i think we might win by exactly seven
1: <laughs> <Right>. points so
0: <laughs> you know it seems like a pretty good spread and i mean yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun to see i hope it's a stress-free game, but in the playoffs, your that's a tall that's a tall ask. Yeah,
2: I mean, I think Michigan's going to win by double digits. I really do. I, it might be close for a while, but I don't see how Michigan loses, and I don't think it's a close right. game. I just don't think TCU has it in them like Michigan mm-hmm. does. I don't think they're as tough as Michigan. I just, I just don't see it. I don't know. Maybe I I'm think, just overconfident, but I, I will say I
0: think Michigan, now that they've been there before and know what it takes to because a lot of those dudes played in the playoff game yeah. last year, especially at the end of the game. You saw JJ, you saw Donovan Edwards. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Andrew Anthony's playing, but he caught that touchdown. Um And, you know, they played in that playoff game. They understood what it took, and that was against a far better team. And no disrespect to DCU, that Georgia team was just insane last year than what we're playing this year. So I think that helps a little bit, too.
1: Right. Yeah, we're not facing, like, one of the greatest defensive teams <laughs> of all time. So. Right. <laughs> It is. Man, that game
0: was such a humbling experience.
1: It was really saying. was. I remember just sitting on the couch like, <sighs> you know, <laughs> I didn't do anything yeah. that night. And I was just like, bye, everybody. I'm turning my phone <laughs> off.
0: I was convinced we could hang. I was convinced.
1: I know. I really was. So, yeah, but that's the past. That was that was last year. This team is so much different and has so much more fight and, and you know, that dog in them. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, I'm excited. Um, what, what, what do we think about, like, who's going to be the X factor in this game? Who is going to be the, the game changing person this time around? I feel like everyone's had kind of their, their fair share of stepping in and, and being that guy when someone else is out or someone else maybe isn't making those plays. So I'm curious to see who you guys think is going to be the next one.
0: For me, it's the linebackers. And I say that because Max Duggan is probably the most mobile QB we've faced. I don't know if it's gonna involve a QB spy or what, but Junior Colson, Mike Bear, and Jalen Harrell need to have the game of their lives to deal with the mobility of Max Duggan when he does take Mm -hmm. off and try and limit big runs. So that's for me, the X factor. I just think if we can limit big runs from Max Duggan, that takes out a whole facet of his game and Mm -hmm. we'll play to our advantage
2: yeah i was gonna say the d-line because i think if you can get pressure on duggan it could disrupt some of his throws i mean obviously you have to contain him but if you can just disrupt his rhythm a little bit and get in there after him and get in his head early i think that's going to help and it takes so much pressure off of your secondary to like cover so tight for like you don't want him to be just sitting in the pocket forever and not have people get a chance to get open i mean I just think the D line is going to be key and I know TCU has a pretty good offensive line, so it's not going to be easy, but I think that'll be the biggest thing for their defense.
1: For sure. I was going to say the secondary, I think they're going to come out and just not give up any big plays you know, all that stuff that they, those, those big plays they've given up in these last few games, it gets frustrating. So I think that that's one thing they're going to be focused on of just not letting those jump balls be caught by any means. And, and, you know, we saw Saner still come out in Ohio state and punch that ball out, (laughs) change and play right there, you know, but I think it's going to be Will Johnson. I think he's really gonna come out and just shut down anybody that he's on. And, and it's not going to be flashy for people, maybe not, but like it's you're going to look back and, and see that that that's yep. going to be the game changing thing, and not letting Duggan get those big plays out.
0: Mm-hmm. Put that man on wide receiver one. I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I like that too. Oh
1: yeah, that's <laughs> Eaton. I know it. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. So what do, we had some good mailbag questions this week. Yes. Shout out to all yeah. our listeners and followers on there. Uh, I'll let you take the reins on that, Josh, and we'll go through them. Yeah.
0: Yeah, let's start it from my boy, Brian Hall. I love this question, and it kind of is based on the X-Factor topic we just had earlier. Um, mm-hmm. Most important player in this game, not named, J.J. McCarthy, Donovan Edwards, Olu, or Mike Morris?
1: Yeah, I mean, you Those heard it from me guys. just a second ago, Will Johnson, baby. It's going to be all day. He's going to be the most important player. Um, I'm sure Brian will agree with me, too, on that because he's he's you a know, lover of him, so... That's my answer.
0: All right, Jordan.
2: Well, I was going to say Will Johnson, but I'll, otherwise I think it'll be like Ronnie Bell, maybe like Cornelius Johnson, probably one of the receivers. Just, I don't know. They're, somebody's going to need to have a big day, I think, just to help. If they sell out against the run, mm-hmm. I mean, we need to make him pay. I think they will, but I, I would say maybe like Ronnie Bell. I think he's a veteran. He's been, I mean, he didn't play last year in this game, mm-hmm. but he's, been around it he knows what it takes i think he
0: knows what it takes and you know he's sure yeah. bit. you know i thought that was kind of funny what sonny dyke said about our offense like <laughs> i hope you watch the ohio state film but um my answer <laughs> going off of the x factor is junior colson and doing whatever it takes to stop max duggan's mobility we need like a classic just junior colson gets 12 13 tackles
2: mm-hmm.
0: just one of those big games from him to I mean, even if they, even if he does take off, limit him to four or five yards, you know, it's sometimes it's tough to take, stop those QB runs, but it's definitely junior Colson and that linebacker core for me.
1: Good question, Brian.
0: So, um, this is from Rachel. Uh, So she asked, um, did this team last year need, like, need last year to grow this year and going off of that, and why is this team in such a better position this year? So. I kind of agree. I think last year it kind mm-hmm. of gave us the blueprint, mm-hmm. and then they kind of went off of that this year. I don't know what you guys think, but
2: yeah, I think they learned a lot in that game. I think no, I'm not throwing any shade like at Cade McMurray or anything, but I think they realized like you need to have a mobile quarterback and mm-hmm. to just win the game like that. I mean, you just can't have somebody like he. Cade was getting teed off on by that Georgia defense and it was just ugly. You could just tell Michigan didn't have what it took to beat them last year. And I don't know. I think they, they know now what it takes. You have to be a lot tougher and they made their defense even better. They their quarterback plays even better. Now it's more of a threat. And I think they needed to have that experience last year. Like Lexi was saying earlier, like you have the bright lights and all the media. It's just a whole new thing that Michigan hasn't had. And, a long time. So I think it all just kind of helped him, you know, put the blueprints together for this year.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. You always need like that humbling experience, like we said. So I think having that kind of getting the embarrassment out, you know, but then capitalizing and only growing and and getting better in the, in the following season. And again, no shade at the previous quarterback um, situation, but it's very, it's been very clear that JJ is what this team needed to mm-hmm. just take that next step. Right. We continue this success because we saw, yes, what someone can do only doing so much, but you get to the big leagues of the playoffs and you need that dual threat. And that's, you know, true. Also in the, in the professional field, you know, of NFL, that you need that mobile quarterback to have that dual threat to be, you know, running and having that defense confused on who's going to be running the ball or taking the ball. And so I think that, that's why this team is definitely in the better position with JJ at the helm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely QB play. And um, I think also, and I'm not saying the secondary was bad last year, but it has definitely improved. Just the defense all around. You know, last year we were in around, you know, the 20s, 30s for the ranks. And that Hutch and Ojabo kind of carried us. Mm-hmm. This year I remember I remember Jesse mentor saying this is a no star defense. I understand what he means by that you know yeah it's it really is a team effort on defense this year you know mm-hmm. Mike Morris, he doesn't have the 14sacks that hush had last year but he still got seven and a halfs and I believe we have more as a team this year like collectively so mm-hmm. the the just the better QB play combined with just a more lockdown not as much bend, don't break, rather just dominate defense has really been the key in, of course, Jesse Mentor's ability to adjust. So, Yeah, for sure. Good question there, Rachel.
1: Yep, my girl.
0: So um, this is from my boy, Detroit's Coldest. He had two questions for us. Thank you for this, (laughs) Coldy. So his first one was, um, would you rather play Ohio State or Georgia if we were to win on Saturday? Tough question. I'll let you guys start.
2: I would say Georgia for sure. I just don't want to see Ohio State again. I I just don't need that anxiety in my life. I, th- I know the matchup favors Michigan very well, but I just don't want to see
1: it. I just yeah. don't. No, for sure. I definitely want to face Georgia. Just because, too, also, I, I need that rematch of last year. Like, I need that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you had an NFL defense, like 11 players that went to the NFL. So, welcome to hell, right. you know. But... um I don't. Beating a team twice, let alone your rival who's been whooping your ass for a couple of decades before the last two games is, yeah, not something I'd like to see. But, and I will capitalize on this, I will not be scared if we do, because this is by far the softest Ohio State program I've ever witnessed. So if that Mm -hmm. by chance you do happen to beat Georgia, bring it, because it'll it'll be okay. Yeah. It's not something I'd like to see, and the anxiety of it, and giving these fans, Ohio State fans, thinking that they're going to actually do something and like be able to have the last word. I don't want that chance, but mm-hmm. you know, Michigan has whooped that ass for two years, so uh, nothing's going to be changing.
0: Yeah, yeah. easily. And um, Ohio State's the better matchup for sure, and I would be pretty confident.
1: Yeah.
0: But there's a narrative I want to push, and that's if we beat Georgia, we would have beat number one, Georgia, number two, yeah. Ohio State, number three, TCU. All in the same season.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, man.
0: I don't know if a team's ever done that before. (laughs) Um, Maybe, I don't know, it seems like something maybe 2019 LSU would have done. But.
1: For sure. We
0: would be one of the few teams ever to do that. And that would put Michigan, if they did do that, among not just the best team in Michigan history, one of the best teams in college football history. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't really be able to deny that. You know, Every when would have. Have every all but one win in the regular season by double digits, blowing out Purdue and not like it was an amazing Purdue team. Then to beat number three and number one back to back, I mean, you you can't think of very many college football teams Mm. with that resume. So give me Georgia,
2: give me that opportunity, (laughs) give
0: me that chance (laughs) for revenge. I'm I'm
2: all for it. But don't (laughs) get me wrong. I mean, beating Ohio State in the national championship game. I don't think there would be a better feeling than that. I know the matchup favors Michigan pretty heavily from what we've seen, but Mm -hmm. let's just not get greedy, guys. Don't take our chances here. (laughs) We got the win in Columbus. That should be enough. That should be enough. (laughs) Two years in a row. Well, and to
1: be honest, though, with this expansion especially... We're going to be playing Ohio State at some point.
2: Yeah. In, in the playoffs.
1: So just, mm-hmm. just let me get a natty first off of beating an SEC team, <laughs> and then I'll take whooping Ohio State yeah. the national playoffs. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, hey, we might play them three times in a year in the future. Yeah. Which is crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. So, you never know. So yeah. Mm. And then um, next question from Coldy, he asked, which TCU player would you want to add to the roster for this game? Oh, man. It's Quentin Johnson for me.
1: Yeah. Because I mean, honestly, Uh, I love us at every other position. I mean, okay, Duggan's a great quarterback too, but like I'm I'm just gonna take JJ because that's who who, who we have and and whatnot. But yeah, Quentin Johnson for me. Quentin
0: Johnson is an awesome. It's our weakest,
1: and I, I love our guys, but it is our kind of weakest link, um, or at least not as flashy link that it should have been all you know this whole season that you know, having someone like Quentin Johnson would would be pretty cool to watch JJ to connect with.
0: I remember we yeah. had a similar question for the Ohio State game, and uh, I think you <laughs> picked wide right receivers. um yeah. now, did you have a different answer, Jordan?
2: Yeah, I would take um, Tomlinson, the defensive back. I think it's LT's nephew. I know he won. Oh, I think yeah. he won the Jim Thorpe oh, Award, yeah. and he's really good. I think not that Michigan secondary is bad or anything, but I think if you put him on this defense, it would be. A no fly zone. It would only it better. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Legit yeah. no fly zone. Yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. answer.
1: That is a good one.
0: All right. Um, this next question is gonna slightly stray off the topic of TCU, but it's relevant. You know, with what's happening. He, this is from my boy Staley Go Blue, and uh, he asked, um, the thoughts on how we're using the transfer portal this year.
2: I love it. All yeah. Right.
1: Total domination, and it's glorious.
2: Mm-hmm. And I think I've heard that a lot of the guys Michigan got were guys that they had previous relationships with and recruiting, and they also kind of used Mike Hart's experience at Indiana to bring in, like, Barner and Tuttle. I think they were able to pull on a lot of their relationships, which I don't know if a lot of other teams are doing that. I think a lot of them just kind of were looking at who's the big name and go for that guy. But Michigan looked for the right fit, and they ended up pulling together a really good class. They did. We don't. We don't
0: rebuild – through the portal like some other schools. We reload. Really like. mm-hmm. <laughs> so,
2: can
1: imagine rebuilding watch. through a portal. <laughs>
2: just watch out, guys. Watch yeah. out. We got, and, oh, we got some dogs coming in. And Michigan doesn't really go for, like, I don't know. They don't try to get, like, their star players in the portal. Like, I feel like maybe Michigan State and some other teams try to do. I think Michigan tries to, like, fill holes with the portal, which I think that's a pretty good way to go because you don't want to mm-hmm. just right. build your whole team around just transfer well, guys. I don't know.
1: I mean, we need depth at certain positions. Injuries mm-hmm. happen. So to just continue getting this offensive line, all these guys in, you're like, okay, you know, we'll be able to – and also giving guys a break to be able to sit out for a little bit and catch a breather and, and rotate someone else in is just going to yeah. be like, huge.
0: Yep. Yeah, 100%. It's, it's just great to see. You know, and I think Jim Harbaugh was – at the time was one of the top guys calling for the portal for a little more freedom when it comes to transferring. It's nice to see. and then I don't know – with Santa and the admissions department changed or what, but it's also, you know, you notice a lot of these guys aren't grad transfers either. These are guys that are going to be with us one, two, three years.
1: So yeah. Yeah. Like
2: Hausman oh. from Nebraska was only a freshman this year. So he's he was have... one of their best
0: players on their
2: defense. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and luckily, though, Nebraska is a pretty elite school as well. So I'm sure mm. that, that, but I can attest, though, working at U of M it, undergrad, it's so impossible. They, you know, normally do, but it's been great seeing all these undergrads. You're like, okay, maybe they're uh, matching up a little better and, and not Absolutely. being so lenient. Yeah. Classes that are just silly. It's like, that's the same class in Michigan. Stop thinking that it's it's <laughs> so much better than these other schools. It's
0: just- yeah, <laughs> it's good on them. And yeah, um, it is. So I love that question. I absolutely love the use of the transfer portal this year. And then our last question from Hunter. He sent me a DM, and I thought it was, I just thought it was such an interesting question because it has been something that I noticed. So at the beginning of the year, I feel like we saw Michigan run a lot of reverses, and he asked um, why we kind of stopped doing that as the year went on. And, you know, I was just like, that's really interesting. I wonder if it's just because there's such a slow-developing plays that we just, just – realize we can just hand the ball up in the middle and be just as effective but i, yeah, mean, our I don't know what do you guys line. think
1: our offensive line can you know not have to do that like sweep across you just push through you know right. i think that the strength of our running backs is huge in this mm-hmm. and then you got quorum or edwards and it's like those guys are going to power through anything and they're a, lot, they're a little bit bigger so you think like the swing it's like you know getting that going around the right. outside is going to be not as effective as punching through yeah. the defensive
2: line. I mean, it seemed – they ran it a lot last year, and it seemed to work a lot with A.J. Henning. I mean, he had a couple mm-hmm. big runs. Like Ohio State, for example, that was mm-hmm. a great one. And then I think in the Western Michigan game or Northern Illinois, it was one of those. He had mm-hmm. pretty big runs like that, and it seemed to be effective for them last year. But I don't – I'm kind of wondering if it was maybe a Gaddis thing because I know his whole thing was speed and space, and maybe he thought mm-hmm. that was a way that for him. actually makes a lot some of sense. Speed in the offense, and maybe – Maybe it's just not the thing like Moore and Weiss want to run. Really, I don't know. That's just me speculating, but it's interesting. I mean, the
0: last, the last big one I can remember was Ronnie Bell's against Iowa. I could be forgetting one, mm-hmm. but that's the last big one I can remember. And it's not like our wide receivers. are our, our wide receivers are excellent
2: blockers. Yeah,
0: some of the best wide receiver blocking I've ever seen. They're capable
2: They're, yeah. of it. Yeah, I
0: think the combi- combination of Gaddis plus it's just it's just as effective to run up the middle. Less risk, I think. Yeah, to, it's just yeah. Com- it's just a combination of those factors for sure. Yeah, I just yeah, don't think they have to. I,
1: I just never realized that. Yeah, we don't really do those. Like, I'm looking at that. Class, that's a legit like you know,
0: uh, mm-hmm. good. Because we were doing them all the time at the beginning of the year. Uh-huh. You no, know, Roman yeah, had they were. Hawaii. I, I, you no, know, it was it was a screen against Roman had a screen against Colorado State, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know they oh, they did hard. enjoy running them. So, yeah, I I think it's just. Yeah, the combination of what we mentioned before for sure.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, that's all the questions I got. Um, just beat TCU, guys.
1: I know, just beat yeah. TCU. Hopefully, you know, we we, when we get here next week. We can be uh, talking about a natty because <laughs> I'm oh ready my gosh. for it. Oh my God.
2: I can't it'll even be believe week. that we're talking it'll about it. Yeah, yeah, it'll so. be a
1: week
0: <laughs> from the day, uh, uh, less than a week from our next episode. So uh yeah it's it's exciting to think about so hopefully we're previewing an natty
2: next week for you guys
0: and, and um
2: hopefully hopefully in two weeks we're talking about a national championship win oh my
1: gosh <laughs> please just i need it i need it <laughs> but, okay well thank you all for tuning in to the 21st episode of on stadium um, uh, make sure to follow me. Go blue, Lexi one one seven, Josh U M Van Ogdale, and Jordan M. Go J D Blue, and also presented by Blue by ninety. Make sure to follow those guys too. Um, go blue as always and beat TCU. Go blue.
0: let's go blue.